Welcome to a podcast from Hope Church Glasgow. For more about us, check out hopechurchglasgow.org. Hi, welcome to the Hope Church Glasgow podcast. I am Jess Brown and I am the interviewer this week for our part two of Who Is He Anyway? My interview with the one and the only Andy Merrick, who also happens to be my dad. So during this podcast, that's what I'll refer to him as, because to call him Andy is just weird. I hope you enjoyed the second half of this interview. If you have any questions for Andy or any topics you'd like covered in this podcast, do email in at podcast at hopechurchglasgow.org. You like seeing people like healed as part of your job, so and lives change. So who's what was the last healing you saw like most recent most recent one gosh um i was just gonna ask you hard yeah you did yeah (laughs) yes i I didn't get these ahead of time um (laughs) oh no i wasn't kind no way (laughs) last one i see um there's one that comes into my head and i think there's definitely been something since this but Mm. it's just kind of yeah yeah lack of preparation means you're going to get what comes into my head was what just like. at the turn of the year when we we'd been praying for this lady online before Christmas, and then we heard that she'd been uh, she'd been healed of uh, pancreatic cancer and had been sent yeah. home cancer free. That was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely fantastic and yeah. very very encouraging. Well, that's a few months ago now. Because yeah. time is going quickly. So that's a good story actually, because at my eldest was slightly involved in that. He'd been praying for this yes, lady via yeah, online yeah, yeah. for a few, like just a little bit before Christmas and then after. He just happened to be online that week after Christmas where she came on and she said, that, oh, I've been sent home and I'm all clear. And actually, that's a great story because it actually had a massive impact in his life because you can tell your kids to yes, blue in your face. God answers prayers, it's great. But then he actually saw it. He was just totally bowled over. Um, yeah. he prays for anyone now actually he'll quite Brilliant. happily yeah. it was the other day uh, my little girl wasn't feeling very well and I was like oh I have you know I was fixing the problem with you know medicine and whatever and that, and uh, my mm. eldest lad comes up and be like have you prayed for her yet mum ah. I'm like oh mate <laughs> no I haven't <laughs> it's good yeah I've tried to tell them different stories over the over the last few years really just you know I really want my grandkids to go have a level of faith and expectation mm-hmm. that's beyond where I started anyway so I do, well, do my kids love stories. your stories because yeah. they're all like crazy healing stories yeah amazing stories oh good you've got a few grandchildren haven't you the 11 11 on the last count 11 on the last count <laughs> two arrived at once so that kind of boosted it past yeah, that, into double figures really my, fast my overachieving sister having yeah. twins uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really good respect um Great. I, 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 do so you want to? Had to upgrade our car from a mini to something. <laughs> had that to has seven seats in for all these children. He had to upgrade his car <laughs> because of the grandchildren. So, yeah. Take absolutely. from that what you want. Absolutely. It's gone from a mini to basically a, a very snazzy seater. bus. A bus. It's a kind of bus. But it's snazzy so bus. Yeah. All shiny. Got all the buttons on it. Um, to conclude our wee bit on you and leadership. I do want your most embarrassing fail as a church leader. Ah, most <laughs> embarrassing ch- fail. Change names to protect the innocent. Okay. But just the times you totally 
fluffed it <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> if you've got more than one, I'm happily oh, here yes, more than one. Yes, there are. There are. There's, I have a few go-to ones. That probably the I, I, I use this in, when we teach on baptism. It was, it's years ago we, when we were living in Chester and leading a church there. We we used to go to a certain point on the River Dee that runs through Chester, mm. outside of the city, to do baptisms. And it was nice as a, a bit of a beach. So you go down a bank onto like a shingly beach and into the river. It was, it was brilliant. Lovely. It was idyllic. That, it was idyllic and we'd have a picnic and celebrate, you know, baptising people in in the river. And, and it came to baptism time and we went down there and there had been a ton of rain and this whole river was in complete flood so there was no beach that there was just a bank and water <laughs> and, and, and quite a, a vertical you know steep bank muddy bank and water and we're looking at this and like do we go ahead with it or not yeah. of course it's very deep and it's running very fast under the bridge and we're like we were young so and we were keen so we're like yeah let's do this and, and so we all agreed that we were going to do this so, and I was doing the baptising with a friend. So we were obviously the first in. And as soon as you got, you kind of slid down the bank into the water. And I was, I was up to here in the water, oh, no. like off the bank. And, and my friend was the other, and he was a bit shorter than me. So he was up here. And then we're like, we we're going to slide people down the bank into, in between <laughs> us. And actually, once they were in, it was dead easy to baptise them because well, yeah. just bob down and they just would... let go and they drift the, away. The danger was that we'd lose them under the bridge. Oh, or, you no. Know. So, so I think we did one person, one younger person. And then there was, there was a, an older lady, bless her heart, she was determined to get baptised. She was not going to be put off. This is my day. I love the spirit of this but, lady in but this story. She's, she's quite, she was quite large. So she sort of slithered down, down the bank and managed to get in. And we baptised her and it was all very exciting. But then getting her out was a whole mm. other deal. Because at this point, the bank was very muddy. Yeah. And she couldn't climb out. So someone had to go get a tow rope out of oh, the car. Oh, no. They put the tow rope around her, and then me and my friend had to manhandle her from her rear end oh. to try and push her up the bank while the tow rope was pulling her out. So that was that was an epic, epic fail, epic embarrassing Absolutely moment. Absolutely epic you know, embarrassing whichever, fail. Whichever category you want to well, put it in. I don't know if it counts as a fail because she got baptised. She that that was a success. That Which, was a complete success. I mean, the spirit of that lady in the story is great. She was determined. Yeah, and, and her, this is I am going to get baptized, even if it means I get washed I think down. It may the river. have been then, or on the back of that, her husband came to Jesus. Maybe it was just seeing her and her son. So the, the family came to Jesus. It was really really great. I mean, they were fantastic so, people. More embarrassing but for you. It than was a more fail. embarrassing story. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I've heard that story a couple of times. It's still one of my favourite embarrassing stories. We've <laughs> <laughs> uh, all been there. Enthusiasm over sense. This always happens. We're just going to go through some favourites and some like. All right. Yeah. What you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're into, yeah. any recommendations, that kind of thing. Okay, so, yeah. favourite books, like standout ones that you've read over the last the oh, years. Oh gosh, there's so many. Um, yeah. That, but yeah what would a like top three yeah just a you know so it was quite a lot of spiritual ones well I'll go for the, the the kind of more 
what do I like to read when I'm relaxing? My favourite one of recent times has been the Expanse series. Oh, mm-hmm. sci-fi. It's a sci-fi. I quite, I quite like a good sci-fi, but I am getting tired of the sort of dystopian sci-fi. Yeah, we're and all this, doomed. This, yeah, everything's doomed. <laughs> and this isn't isn't that. So humanity has a future in, in this. Always nice. But it's James Corey, and it's been made into uh, it's actually a series on, I think it's, it's not Netflix, it's on Prime. Oh, so yeah. I've watched the I've watched the series on Prime <laughs> and seen what they've made of the book and it's not bad. It's not bad. Is they it haven't changed well. it. The book's always better, aren't they? Yeah, no, the book is better. So Even that, my kids know that from Harry Potter. They've, yeah. I made them read the books first and then they watch the movies and yeah. they were like, oh. So that uh, So the expanse. Yeah, a, your a, holiday reads. A book I'd really recommend and loved reading was Money, Sex, Beer and God by John Crowder. I mean, it's a oh, really, really, really funky title, but uh, it's a, it's a, it's a theology book actually. Yeah. Written for popular consumption, but it's actually unbelievably good on analysing and debunking the effects. Of Gnosticism on modern Christianity. Right. What is not? So what's that, not? Don't that's throw that put, out there. That's going to put people off. Where the title yeah. is going to draw people in, isn't it? Yeah. Money, sex, beer, God. Just go with that. Read the book, John Crowder, <laughs> called Money, Sex, Beer, God. Don't be put off by the title. Be drawn in by the title and read the whole book, particularly the second half, because oh. it's it's absolutely brilliant I'll and be, insightful. Be borrowing that, even though I have no idea what Gnosticism is. Gnosticism is yeah. Well, it doesn't start like the book doesn't go. You have to know what a Gnostic is. Gnosticism is, basically it's the influence of Greek thought on, is, is a Greek way of thinking okay. that the early church battled with. Right, okay. And that uh, has affected Christianity ever since. So one of the big thinkers that influenced both the Catholic Church and the Reformation yeah. was a converted Gnostic. Right, okay. And so his background influenced the way he interpreted the Bible and has actually influenced the way we think about the gospel. Okay. Not all of it helpful. Right. And so in, in the simple terms, the Gnostics really struggled with the idea that Jesus came in the flesh because the flesh was naughty, bad, right, no, yeah. of no significance, mm-hmm. was, was inferior, and anything spiritual was otherworldly. Yeah. So the early church... Had and there's many other ways it branched out, but the early church had this thing where the Greek culture <coughs> which they were living in, which had highly influenced the Roman culture, were like, You mean God came as a man? No, we could believe he came as a spirit or a ghost, but we can't yeah, believe yeah. he came with a body, yeah. No ways, uh, and so they battled that. So you see that in, in some of the letters, it's like, If you're a Christian, it's because you believe that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, but this has has arms and legs and influences all sorts of ways that we think about material, the material yeah. world. And he does a fabulous job. It, it will it will change your life. So that's Seriously. Dave Crowder's. What's the title? No, no, again? John Crowder. John Dave Crowder. Crowder's the musician guy. Yeah, same surname. I think. So it's John Crowder's Money, Sex, Be a God. Uh, so we've done the Expanse, and then. <clears throat> I think my favourite theology book was Paul the Spirit and the People of God by okay. Gordon Fee. But that's really thick. I mean, it, <laughs> it's really thick. It's probably more a reference work yeah, yeah. Than, than that, but it, it's a superb piece of work. We've looked at all the references to the Holy Spirit in the writings of the Apostle Paul. Oh, wow. 
and he did he did a kind of popular slim down paperback version as well which i can't remember the name of uh, but the other one's the on my shelf slimmer version the slim down version, which is you know an easier read but, yeah yeah but encapsulates the same the same things and, and it really just expresses how much paul was connected to the holy spirit really and yeah. how much the holy spirit how important the holy spirit is to our faith to the church to, to creating the people of god yeah. um one of my favourite quotes from it, which yeah, I use, on. is from is actually from the the margin. You know how people it's a scholarly book, and then they have these little reference points, and, and at the bottom, oh uh, yeah, they, tiny, they have, tiny. They have some <laughs> tiny print which says, "But if you read blah 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 <laughs> yeah. person, he says his opinion is X." Yeah. Uh, and and there's a bit where he's talking about um, uh, out of uh, one Corinthians twelve, where it says, "You know, God go." First apostle, second yeah. prophet, third teacher, fourth, is it helps? I can't remember the order of the yeah. rest, but it doesn't say fourth. It just goes first, second, third, and then yeah, all the things. Right. And and there's this little note, and at the bottom of the page it says, some people believe that apostles and prophets don't exist today. So the cessationist idea is mm-hmm. that those gifts ended at the completion of Scripture. He said, I, I don't believe that, and he doesn't, he's, already established why you yeah. believe that and, and but it says it's interesting that the people that came up with this hermeneutic were the t- people with the teaching gift right yeah which means if you delete number one apostle number two prophet guess who's number one is <laughs> the one that was number three and it's just like yeah. there's a cheeky wee reference at the bottom of a page in this scholarly work I, like, I quite like that i quite like that i love it uh, you know as a cheeky person myself Especially in this big scholarly so the teachers, tome. The teachers came up with this grand reason why apostles and prophets aren't there anymore, which yeah. suddenly promoted them to number one. Yes. Cunning. Interesting. Cunning. Interesting. So, favourite books. What was the last book or, like, online article or podcast that you read or listened to uh, or what you're reading at the moment type thing? I'm reading a book uh, that John T. Allen lent me called lemon leadership which is all right i'm working my way slowly through that but you but you read a chapter and then you have to score yourself so it's like what kind of leader are you yeah yeah and so that that's quite interesting yeah and it's a different take on leadership uh the last article i read was probably a couple of weeks ago now was on a guy who's uh got a ministry seeing people released and healed from ptsd so oh, post-traumatic right, okay. stress yeah. disorder. So he works with Randy Clark, who's got, I think it's Global Awakening, his ministry. But mm-hmm. Randy Clark's quite famous in the charismatic world and is he, he's, a, he's a massive... He was the guy that kind of started the Toronto Blessing in 1994. He went yeah. to this church in Toronto, prayed, Holy Spirit came, and then that just carried on all around the world. It was amazing. So he's got a guy that works with him that he encouraged to pursue the healing of PTSD supernaturally. Wow. And the guy had a background in counselling, so understood yeah. the real deal, what these particularly yeah. soldiers were dealing with. And I think he's now seen something like 10,000 people miraculously healed of PTSD, which is a so big good. deal. Most of them soldiers, yeah. and he's training 10,000 other people to yeah. do the same because it's a massive deal. Yeah, for, 
for lots of people actually. Yeah. Um, so that's a fascinating read. It's very honouring of things like uh, the, you know the counselling and the therapy, mm. but mm-hmm. bringing in this how God can do it, you know, in a moment or rapidly and, and you know, heal people's mind, so minds, memories, and therefore and emotions. So yeah, it's a great article. Really very, good. Very Sounds good. Very so I love that. Podcast. Are you a big podcast? Yeah, not, not a big podcaster, really. Not, I am not a big podcaster a, because yeah. you can listen to a podcast. Hi, everyone listening. Because you can listen to a podcast whilst doing other stuff. Yes, I do imagine people doing other stuff. And I've got in trouble for this because I, I think when I did my podcast, I mentioned about, well, maybe you're, you know, running or yeah. in the bath or on a bike. Yeah. And the bath thing was, was controversial, apparently. Awesome. So, But yeah... I, I don't do many baths and I don't do many baths <laughs> but I do watch like sort of videos I'm more into you know video on YouTube oh, so the yeah, last one yeah. I watched was uh, the last one I watched I think was a short one on by Bill Johnson on creating a culture of honour it was just a he mm. does he does there's some decent short ones yeah there's one on waiting to watch but it's an hour and a half long so I need to find the time to do that yeah yeah uh, which I'd like to get to, which is much more about sort of the, th- the theology of Bethel Church, which yeah. I'm always interested in. But I haven't watched it yet, so always. that's... Always I interested want to watch in, rather yeah. than I have watched. Going to watch. In, uh, yeah, uh, you're oft- always interested in the theology of other churches and, uh, like, ha- what's on right move, essentially. Yeah, right yeah. move. Yeah, yeah good it's a little right hobby. move. Oh, Harvey, you're always, always looking. You're not moving, but you're always looking. <laughs> yeah, I suppose when you've moved a lot, you're oh, yeah. always interested. And all you, all our kids have moved recently and bought houses and moved. Oh, yeah. It's always interesting. Yeah, it's this little side. What's going on. Loves, loves, loves a bit of pro- pro- property chat as well as theological debates. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. If you're looking for conversational openers, that's what to, that's what to lead with. <laughs> um, so, ooh, music. So we've done like what you've read, we've done like what you've watched, okay, yeah. what are you listening to? Was the, what was the last thing you listened to today? The last thing as I was coming here. Yeah, yeah. In our bus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on quite a nice sound system was um, Godfrey Bertle. Okay. Not everybody will know that is, but uh, there's a couple of tracks. Do you? One's called Do You Believe What I Believe About You? So it's, it's just... I love that. That's a great title. Do You title. Believe What I Believe About You? And living in the unforced rhythms of grace, and they, they're great. They're great songs. Yeah. Um, that's the last thing I listened to, literally, probably an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm enjoying it, but I've had that for a while. So. Cool. I'm look that one up. I've not heard that one. The title alone has intrigued me. Do though. you believe what I believe about you? So it's God talking to us in the song. About great. Do, are you believing what He believes about us? That's good. That's Which a nice change really of pace as well because a lot of it is singing from our viewpoint, which is not always... Yeah, I don't always find God, it that helpful, to be honest. Godfrey's songs are often the other way around, so mm. it's more celebrating... God celebrating us. Um, and the unforced rhythms of grace is cool as well. Living in the unforced rhythms of grace. So it's, it's taking that... I think that phrase is in the Passion Translation. Yeah, yeah. And he's sort of made a song out of it. It's really good. 
Oh, I'm looking that up. That's good. Thanks yeah, for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Always after new listens. <laughs> so, um, so we've done like favourite books. We've done what you've been listening to. So, what have you been eating? What are your favourite like things what to eat? Favourite things to eat, drink. With um, coffee, we're slight coffee heads, aren't we? In our family. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm not as devoted as Luke. Your, no, your brother. He, yes, he's, he's a true devotee. He's a coffee geek. But the out, I love the outcome of his geekiness. I mean, he, <laughs> his coffee tastes great. So I love a good coffee. Oh yeah. Um, I love, I love red wine. I particularly love great red wine. Yeah. And, and when I can afford it, I'll buy something interesting. So I have like a small cellar of about six bottles. Don't get too excited. But the, the, they've been sat there it's for still a called while. the wine cellar. It's not I a actually, cellar, but I, that's still what it's wine, called. I have a wine fridge now, <laughs> which I didn't have where we changed the kitchen. Oh, uh, yeah, you posh now. Um, so favourite thing to eat. I mean, I love all kinds of food. Cheese. But, but it Springs hard, to my mind. It's hard to be... <laughs> it's hard... When you get it, it's hard to be a really good steak. Like... Yeah, it's yeah. It's just well aged. It, it's not chewy. It's tasty. It's. I think. I think lots of guys like that. It's almost like you spend your life searching for the perfect steak, and many times you're disappointed. <laughs> and it's okay. It's food. And then every now and again you land on the perfect one. Okay, so my final question. We've talked about all sorts, but what is yeah. your most frequent prayer of the last few weeks? Uh, frequent prayer the last few weeks. Um, let's see, it would be uh, pretty much continual prayer for wisdom, which is <laughs> yeah. really like, God, help us know what to do in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I think I can't remember if we said this before or just in conversation. Yeah. No one's written the book on this season. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're probably all in the midst of writing the book. So, what God help us show us what to do. Uh, and then praying, regularly praying for Hope Church, really for encouragement, for really the, the Holy Spirit to work in people's hearts, to bring encouragement, fresh faith, fresh vision, just kind of bringing bringing people yeah. to life because it's been quite a dulling and lots of endurance and, you know, it's been a tough time oh, yeah. for people. So praying for that. Refreshment, energizing, re-envisioning, coming from the inside out in people. Yeah. That's been a, a pretty regular prayer for a while for the yes. Hope Church. Uh, so, yeah, that wisdom. And, and I'm fairly, a, a regular part of my prayer life will be either declaring or praying for more miraculous breakthroughs. And God yeah. will give us those. Yeah. Because we're still not fully into what I believe is our rightful inheritance in that area, for sure. Yeah. And that's going to change the world. That's how we change the world. Yeah, agreed. Great. Thanks. I mean, I've been an insight, and I'm related to you, so I'm I hope good. everybody I'm listening good. has found <laughs> it an insight. Um, and also, just to say, like, if you have any topics or questions you want covered in this podcast at any point, you can email podcast at hopechurchglasgow.org and uh, I can make sure. I will make sure it gets in <laughs> and I can be extremely persistent. Uh, very good. You're very good at that. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, or search Hope Church Glasgow on your favourite podcast player.